Hey you, Nina here. This episode invites you to play with sharing triggering moments. This is a call out to you to share your triggering moments, please. So I'm curious, are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. So... Let's start with the problem here. A lot of people have experienced a triggering moment. And again, recap, a trigger is an emotional response that is bigger or older than what's actually happening in that present moment. So you can have something happen right here, right now, but your emotional response, if you are triggered, is going to be bigger or older, right? It's going to be due to things that are bigger or older than what's actually happening in that present moment. So a lot of us ask, well, you know, I'm aware that I have triggers or I'm becoming aware that I'm being triggered as opposed to actually angry, sad, defensive, fill in the blank in the moment. Now, what do I do about that? How do I move forward? So if you are one of these people, or if you're not sure, these are those moments where I feel like we could go into a commercial here and it's like, hi, Are you feeling angry when somebody says something? Do you get extra sad when somebody says this or that? Do people often consider you to be sensitive? (laughs) I mean, you may be a highly sensitive person. You may consider yourself an empath. But regardless, if you are sensitive to something, instead of coming from a place of lack, a place of fear, I want to come from a place of abundance. I want to honor and validate that you are sensitive to something that may not be happening there in that present moment or might be a mere glimmer of something that's happening in the moment, but you're responding in a way and are sensitive to all the times that it has happened before that, to the bigger ideas and the older moments or context with which it has happened before that moment. So if you are one of these sensitive people who notices these moments and who is triggered by these things, hello, I see you. And how's that working for you? A lot of what I do around triggers professionally, personally, is what's called desensitizing. And for those of you who really love some psychological terms out there, uh, go ahead and Google exposure response prevention, ERP. But now I'm going to get back and bring it in. Desensitization. Let's just think about that word. We are desensitizing you to what may be triggering. We're not making it less important. We're not saying that it should be valued any less or that you shouldn't be doing things about it. What we're doing is we're saying, hey, let's give your emotional response a tried and true relativity to what's happening in the moment as opposed to 
what has happened that is bigger or older than that moment. And I want to add a caveat to this for all my friends out there who are like, no, well, wait a minute. Sometimes your response should be big. I want to agree with you. Sometimes your emotional response should be bigger and older, right? It should be based on something that is bigger or older than the moment. Sometimes. And instead of having your emotions go off and take charge for you more times than not, what I want to empower you to do is consider how can I empower myself to take charge of when and where that happens and to what degree I may show an expressive emotion, right? As opposed to how often my emotions might be taking charge for me. I want to put you in the driver's seat more often than not. So... When we think about how do you move forward, I want to say the solution and why it is important that you have the solution is to know that sharing is how you desensitize it, but how you share about it matters. So let's imagine that there is something that you know is triggering to you, and it could be any number of things. These are your hot button issues. Um, This is race, ethnicity, nationality. Uh, anything about politics, um, abortion, right? Hot button issues. A lot of those things can be triggering, but there are also things that aren't hot button issues that you might find triggering. Uh, Somebody who puts, and these are real things, uh, all of their food together instead of separating it, that could be triggering for you. Uh, If somebody pulls out a belt too quickly, right? They pull off their belt too quickly. That could be triggering for you. If somebody talks with their hands and raises their voice really loudly, that could be triggering for you. And why? Because in the present moment, you may not be threatened, but in the past, you may have been during these things. And so this is why we know that being triggered is bigger or older than the present moment. Super important that we continue to remind ourselves of that. Gives us a little grace. We're so human. So when you realize what it is that that is triggering you, this is that first self-awareness piece. You have to realize it for yourself before anybody, people can tell you it, right? I could tell you it. Your own therapist could tell you it. Your friends, your dearest loved ones could tell you it. But if you are not aware of it and accepting it as a truth, it ain't going to matter. I wish it would, but it just don't, right? You have to believe it yourself. And so I want to offer you, as I said before, a solution. And it's a continuum for all my continuum thinkers out there from one to five. One is always the least, five will be the most. So if we're setting up this continuum, I want you to think about sharing this trigger from least private one to most private five or least public one to most public five. So for us moving forward in this episode, I want you to imagine that we're going on public, right? With one being the least public you could be, five being the most public you could be. And if we set up one, I want you to imagine that the least public you could be in talking about your triggers is just to talk about it with yourself. I give you permission not to share with anyone else if you're not ready to. Give yourself that permission to not share with anyone else if you're not ready to. But do share it with yourself. 
Do not sweep it under the rug. Do not put it in the attic. Do not hide it in the closet because you are better than that and you are worth more than hiding the things that are triggering for you. So the first thing that you can do, one on the continuum, is talk about it with yourself. You can journal. You can think about it. You can draw about it. You might listen to songs that make it a safe space for you to explore that trigger and that topic. But whatever you do, make sure that you feel safe as you are doing it. That's a one on the continuum. And if we move to two, one more step toward a little bit more public, you might share this intimately with someone else. You might share what triggers you with someone who you love and care is in your innermost circle. It might be your mother. It might be your dearest lifelong friend. It might be a lover or a partner. could be your own therapist if you are very close with them, right? An intimate share that's going to remain private. And I think that's so important if you're going to be at two and say, you know, Nina, this is where I'm at. I've recognized the trigger. I've talked about it with myself and I'm ready to share it with someone intimately. And this is who I'm sharing it with. That's an an intimate share. If you're ready to move a step further, you've already done that, or you feel comfortable with that. You might be ready to share it with someone else who may be more considered an acquaintance. You may not know them as personally, which may mean they may judge you. Uh, They may have their own ideas around it. But if you can share it with them and hold your own and recognize that it's yours and own it still, then you might be ready for number three. I can share this with someone who in all likelihood, the only reason why you'd be sharing it three with an acquaintance is because they might have actually said something relative to your trigger. And you may be thinking, wow, this, we may be having a parallel experience. Maybe I should share this. That's a three. You're an acquaintance. I don't know you as well, but man, we may actually align on this. I'm going to disclose this to you in an effort for us to maybe better understand ourselves or this trigger. That's a three. But maybe you're ready to move a step further down the line and you head over to four. This is definitely telling another, but it's story sharing. And in the case of, let's say this podcast, if you are going to be sharing, which is exactly what I want to invite people to do for this episode, a four is I want to share, I want it to be out there, but I'm really not ready to claim it publicly as my own. So I I don't want to receive questions on it directly. I want to talk about it with you privately, Nina. I want to put it in the survey on the site and I want you to be able to talk about it and share a real trigger and how I worked with it through you, but I don't want you to name me and I don't want my voice to be heard, but I I do want this to be heard, right? Whatever that is for you, that's going to be a four. And let's say you're ready to move to five. Five is I am ready to share. I can have my voice heard. The secret is out. If it felt like a secret, it's out. It may be assessed. It can be analyzed. It can be discussed. That's what I want. I'm ready for a level five discussion around this. So take a minute. Ask yourself, of the triggers that you are aware about, where are you on the continuum one through five? From least public, that's most private, to most public, 
where are you at? One through five. You could want to talk about any number of things. Faith, trust, sex, religion, any of the hot button issues that we've talked about. Fill in the blank. What is it that you are ready to share? Whether it's with yourself, with someone that's close to you, someone who parallels your experience, or a bigger audience. What and when and where are you ready to share? Not necessarily primarily for anyone else's benefit, but for you first and foremost. And if we know that it's benefiting you, I guarantee it's going to benefit someone else, y'all. So think about it. What is it you want to talk about? What do you want to talk with me about? Let's, let's get really direct now. What is it that you want to spend some time chatting with me for free? I mean, it is going to cost your time. It's going to cost my time too, because I got to edit it too. <laughs> but what can we talk about human to human and share with the world? We're nearing the end of the episode and I'm wondering, what's your takeaway? I'm sitting with all the different things that I have shared or would like to share and, and will disclose in this episode in my own journey with trauma. I considered it to be this monster in the closet and I didn't want to acknowledge it. I didn't want to deal with it. It was terrifying. But when I was able to sit with myself and sit with it and talk about that and process it in my own way with just me, it became less frightening. It became less scary. It became more manageable. And it went from being a monster in the closet to this elephant in the room. And the more that I talked about it and the more that I desensitized myself to the intense emotional response, again, I didn't value it any less, but I ch began to change and transform my relationship to my trauma from a monster in the closet to an elephant in the room. And let me tell you, it still felt big. I felt like everyone knew any of you feel that way sometimes? Like they could just look at me and they knew? That's what it felt like when it was an elephant in the room. But you know, I kept processing it and I kept talking about it and I kept dealing with it in different ways with manageable doses of affect. I didn't go in and dive in and go too deep too far. I did it step by step and it became something that was like a to-do list on the table. It wasn't an elephant in the room anymore. It was that thing that I knew uh, that I should probably deal with. It's on the list, you know, one of the many priorities in my life. Do we see how it's becoming less and less important and taking up less space over time? That's what I would want for you over time at your own pace. And from that to-do list, it moved forward to becoming something that is more like the air that I breathe. Occasionally, it is a little more foul than other times, but mostly it's just something that's there. It's something that happened. It just is. I shared that process, my own journey, right? That's a, that's a tried and true thing for me. That was how it was and how it has been. I shared that process with a friend once on a platform in New York waiting for a train. And uh, they looked at me and they said, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think you can deal with trauma that way. 
I don't think that's right. And it completely invalidated my experience, completely invalidated what I had just expressed to them was my truth. And even though what they said invalidated my truth, it did not shift my owning of my truth. I knew it then, and years later, I know it to be true now. That has been my journey with my trauma. And even if those metaphors aren't your metaphors, I want to know if we can figure them out. And if you never talk to me and all you ever do is listen to this podcast and you figure it out yourself, yes, power to you. Do the work I invite you to at your own pace. Don't let this stay a monster in the closet. Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't let it sit in the attic. One step at a time. Take it out and look at it as you're able to. Take it out. Own it. And figure out how it is you want to relate to that. So I want you to... Let me know what you're playing with. If you are ready, you're at that three, four, five-ish range, you're ready to share it with me, I want you to head to HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com slash triggered. Most especially if you're looking to submit your own moments for an upcoming episode. If you're on the fence, just go look at the page and see and check in with yourself about how you're feeling about it. But if you're at a four or a five, please complete the easy It's like five, six questions, something like that. Maybe even less. I mean, five, six is like including your name and your email. (laughs) Please submit this survey so that I can get you on the calendar and we can start talking about those moments. You may not want to be heard. That's fine. I don't have to put your voice out there. All I have to do is have a conversation with you and then I will relate those moments and I will create the character name, right? You and I can do that for how you're going to show up to the world. And when I say how you're going to, if you're anonymous, it's really how that part of you, right? How that part of you in that moment is going to show up. And if you are ready and you're like, no, I want to be recorded. I want to share this. I want to get this out to the world. I want to talk about this. Then by all means, let's record it. Let's get it down and let's share it. For those of you who enjoy a bit of self-exploration, I want to leave you with this question for the upcoming week. I want you to ask yourself, What do I have to share with the world? I want you to ask yourself that even if you are not past one on the continuum, even if you are only at, I want to share it with myself in a journaling, I still want you to ask yourself, what do you have to share with the world? Because it's probably going to bring that thing up. And only when you are aware of what that thing is, can you start at one and work your way up. Only when you're aware of what it is can you acknowledge that it's been a friggin' monster in the closet. And you know what? Man, you deserve so much better. You deserve so much better. Do yourself that justice and ask yourself, what do you have to share? Whether it's with the world or with yourself. That's what we planned for today, folks. Thanks for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human. And if this has been helpful and you'd like to support Triggered Can We Play With That?, please leave a rating and or review on iTunes as that is what actually helps people find us when you do. Otherwise, stay safe out there. 